Welcome. Welcome to a new podcast episode, a new year, all of it. This is a place where I talk about biohacking and health and nutrition and all types of things like that. And a lot of my personal health journey, and that's kind of what I am talking about today. This is a personal episode. I wanted to dive into some of the things that I'm into lately and kind of where I'm at with starting this new year. I <laughs> I feel like I have a lot to say, but I also don't. I am recording this in the beginning of January, so everything feels very new and fresh. I had quite a wild December, and I actually honestly kind of had a wild fall autumn in general. My work has been really, really busy. And I did a really large holiday Christmas campaign in December. And then I took time off and did a lot as well. So it's been full on. And now here I am beginning of January. And to be honest, I haven't set my goals yet. I will. I'm going to take time this year to write it out or take time this week to write out what I want to do, what I want to accomplish, where I want my business to go. And I, I definitely have ideas in my head. I just want to write them down. And I'll probably share them with you next week after I get more clarification on them and talk about the way that I do my goals specifically. And they usually are very action-based. And usually I do, I think I do like personal, professional and fitness related or something like that. I have to look back at last year's. I have like three categories I usually fill. And so I'm going to take time to do that because I do think it's important. And I think it's important to revisit them and try and keep yourself on track with them. I personally am very much a believer in manifestation and goals in general, but with January in the new year, like as much as I do think it's important to take time to do this, it's honestly important to just do it almost like every day, every week, every month. So for me, that looks like writing down my goals and having them around my apartment. So for example, I work at my desk with my computer and taped to this computer screen is a little piece of paper. And I think I've talked about this before, actually. And it talks about my goals on this piece of paper. And I think this has been taped to my desktop for, oh my gosh, like very long time. Very, very long time. And the three goals on there are the weight that I want to be, the monthly income that I want to hit repetitively. And then there's a photo that I drew <laughs> of me, my partner, and a little kid and our dog. So that for me, like symbolizes like family and unity and fertility and having a kid and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I look at daily and reminds me and kind of keeps me on track. But I do think it's also important to update your goals and reflect on them and make them very action-based. So I'm going to do that this week and I will update you next week on that. So stay tuned for that. So before we dive into the content today, if you haven't subscribed to my podcast, please do so right now. Follow it. I think they changed the wording to follow on Apple Podcasts for whatever reason, but it's also on YouTube and Spotify and I am on those places. I'm everywhere. I'm on TikTok. I am on YouTube Shorts, obviously Instagram, Facebook, 
I tend to be most active on Instagram. And then I would say TikTok is probably second. So if you are not following me on those places, I suggest you do so. Some of them have different content from the others. So definitely check it out as I talk about my health journey and my wellness journey and all those types of things. So I'm going to have some water and let's dive into (laughs) the meat and potatoes of this episode. So 7470, what the heck is that? What does that mean? Why? Why seven? Why 70? Let's talk about it. So I have done 75 hard for, I've done it twice now. I did it at the end of last year and I did it in 2021 as well. For those who don't know, 75 hard is a health challenge that you follow for 75 days. And every day you have to do kind of like these five or six habits, depends how you break them down. And if you fail to do any of these habits, you have to start again from day one. And it's pretty good. Like, let's call it what it is. It's really good for getting your health on track. It's really good as a reset. It's really good for detoxifying the body. It's really great for weight loss. It's really good for clearing out your skin through detoxification. I would also argue that it's great for mental health through the habits. And so there's obviously a lot of benefit from it. The you know, I'm not going to dive into specifically those habits today. I, I will touch on them a little bit, but I have other episodes on them and also content on social media about them. But I, when I was reflecting on this year, 2023, and I was thinking, okay, do I start 75 hard again in January? What do I like about 75 hard? What don't I like about it? And so there were definitely things that I wanted to adjust and change and build upon. And the first, the reason for kind of like upgrading 75 hard was because first of all, I don't like the name, (laughs) the name 75 hard. I don't like the word hard. I feel like I understand where the founder was coming from. I understand that he was saying this is a hard challenge and you have to rise to the occasion. But to me, it's too masculine. It's too aggressive. And it doesn't feel in alignment with how I want to treat my body. I don't want to treat my body in a hard way every single day. I don't want to stress it like that. And so I it had to go. I just didn't, I just didn't like that. And it didn't resonate well with me. And I think it also creates a lot of fear in people. 75 hard. Oh my gosh, that sounds like such a difficult challenge. I don't think I can do it, right? And that's not what I wanted to create with this. And so we moved away from the word hard. And then I was playing around with the word holistic. So originally I was calling this holistic seven for 70. But then I was, you know, as the more I talked about it, it just kind of became seven for 70. And it's built on this idea of seven daily habits for 70 days. And The difference is obviously the habits are different, somewhat different from 75 hard. Obviously the amount of days are different, 70 versus 75 in the original challenge. But the biggest difference with this is that you actually get to decide what the seven habits are for you. With 75 hard, it is very strict. It is like, hey, do these things. And if you do them, you're a success. And if you fail, you fail and you have to start again. 
And I hate how impersonal and like, I don't want to say disrespectful, but it doesn't take into account how everyone's body and health is so unique and so different on a cellular level. We are so, so different. So how can we sit here and say, these five habits that work for me are going to work for you. Just do them for 75 days and don't worry, you'll see. Like, I just think that it's not reflective enough on where we are and where we should be in our healthcare today. So as I go through my seven habits that I'm going to describe to you, you are more than welcome to take what I'm doing and do it yourself. You are more than welcome to take some of them and add others. And I'm going to talk about why I'm doing each of them. And if I do it again, what I'll do. But the point again, is that you are here or you are embracing this health challenge in order to level up your mental health and your physical health and your health on a cellular level and in a very, very holistic manner. And what works for you will not work for me and vice versa. So let's respect that. And let's actually still bring that into a challenge. And that's my thing with these challenges, like even whole 30, like I get it, follow whole foods for 30 days. Like I understand that, but at the same time, like whole foods, whole foods could mean all sorts of different things for different people. So I think we need to get more personal. And I like the idea of, I chose 70 days because I do think you need to do it for a longer period of time. I don't think 30 days is enough. And I don't think 60 days is enough. I think 70, 75 days is this sweet spot of really pushing yourself and seeing what you're capable of. And you need time for the habits to stack on top of each other and become a routine and become the new version of yourself. So that's why 75, 70 days is because you really need to stick to it to see the full benefit. And depending on the habit that you choose, a lot of them compound, right? A lot of them really like I would almost argue most of them, you see more benefit for the longer that you stick to it. So 30 days doesn't cut it. I would start with 70 days and we'll see how I'm feeling in March. And if I do this again, maybe for longer after that. So the seven habits come from 75 hard is like technically five or six habits. I just like the idea of seven for 70 I think when you're creating your habits, I think you need a foundation. And then I think there's extra things to add on. And I'm going to talk about how to structure this. Seven for 70 just makes sense in my brain. I didn't want to call it six for 70. (laughs) So here we are. And I've been doing it. I don't even know what day I'm on. Three, four today, something like that. And it's going well. Mind you, because I've done 75 hard twice, this is actually... I wouldn't say it's the most difficult thing I've done so far. However, I can definitely feel the slight difference (laughs) going from five habits to seven habits, which is very interesting because I didn't think that I would feel it, but I definitely do. Like I, and I'm going to talk about as well, how to remind yourself of the habits and tips and tricks that I'm using. So that is the why behind the structure. And I think as the more I talk about this on social media, And this podcast, the more content and podcast episodes I'm actually going to do about this because I am getting very interesting questions from you about it. So stay tuned for that. 
I want to talk about, I know everyone's like itching to hear the habits, but I want to talk about my goals briefly before diving into the habits because I want to be authentic. I want to be honest. And I think that's important. The why behind things is so, so important. So my why for this round, we'll say, is kind of holistic in manner. I would say my biggest driving factor right now is the fact that I'm getting married in March. For those of you who have, you know, had a wedding or been to a wedding, you understand the, you know, pressure that there is, especially on females and brides to look a certain way and be a certain way. And I very, very much feel that in my bones. (laughs) So a lot of my goals for this health challenge this time is centered around that. How do I look on that day? How am I going to look on that day? How am I going to feel on that day? And it's not specifically, I would say about weight loss. I would say that it's more about feeling toned, feeling like things are, you know, tight where I want them to be tight feeling like I'm going to look good in this dress, feeling like, you know, when I walk down the aisle and all these people are staring at me, I will look my best and feel my best. And so that's kind of, I would say my number one driving factor for this. And that doesn't just relate to weight and being toned and fit. It also is related to hair and skin and nails as well. So I really want to have long hair. I don't know what I'm doing with my hair yet, but I want to be able to have options. I want my hair to be healthy and shiny and thick. Same with my nails and same with my skin. I want my skin to be glowing. I don't want extra fine lines, dryness, acne, blackheads, et cetera, et cetera. So that is so, so important to me. I'm getting married in Costa Rica in March and I'm taking actually three weeks. I'm going to Costa Rica for three weeks. And I'm also going to be in a bathing suit and shorts and just kind of that summer bod, summer vibe that's going on. And I want to talk authentically about this because I think that it's very easy for people and influencers and content creators to act like these types of things don't impact them. And if they don't, like, good for you. I, you know, good job. (laughs) Good job ignoring society for your entire life. That's really great. But for me, it's definitely, you know, just kind of everywhere I go. And I, yeah, I want to be honest about it. I, I think that it's okay in our society to want these things. And this is a topic for another episode. I know that we're very accepting of bodies at this point and we're accepting of people who are curvier and people who look all types of ways. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I also don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to look different than how you look right now. And that is okay. And I don't think that conversation happens enough. So if that's you, I respect that and good for you. Good for you for putting in the work and starting this year on a new foot. And whether you want healthier hair or you want clearer eyes or you want, I don't know, tanner skin so you're, you know, out in the sun, whatever you want. Good for you for doing it. And as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting other people. So that's my number one goal is to look and feel my best. In addition to that would be the feeling the best part would be 
the mental health aspect. The last few months have been really stressful. I've worked probably the most I've ever worked in my life. And I've also been going through personal things with my family that have been difficult and not something that I talk about to anybody really. And so while I was doing 75 hard and not drinking alcohol and eating clean food and that type of thing, it really did support my mental health. I think it's easy to rely on specific substances to help us get through difficult times. And not saying that some substances can't be helpful, but when we turn to fast food and alcohol and weed and you know whatever else, you kind of get to this point where, well, I got to this point where I was just kind of questioning why I was having it in the first place. And it was kind of soothing how I was feeling. And then I was thinking, why am I craving this so much? Oh, it's to numb these certain feelings. Oh, okay. This is because I actually don't want to feel this. And that made me very concerned when I kind of started to have those realizations at the end of August last year. So through doing something like this, through putting healthier things in your body and choosing not to put certain things in your body, you're able to think clearer, less anxiety, less depression. I'm not really prone to depression, thankfully. I can be prone to anxiety for sure and definitely prone to stress. So I just laugh because it seems like crazy to not be prone to stress. And this definitely helps me. So I would say that is like my second goal. And lastly, well, I guess maybe this is not lastly. The third one (laughs) is that I am like low key doing pregnancy prep. This is something I actually haven't talked about on social media. I have a smaller following on my podcast than I do on social media. So I feel like I almost kind of say things on my podcast before I say them on Instagram. I don't know if I'm testing the waters or I'm just not ready to share it with that many more people, but I think I'm low-key doing pregnancy prep. I am not pregnant. I am not planning to try anytime soon. However, I know that this is something that I want in my life, and I know that it is something that will likely happen, let's say, in the next two years. And so for me, it's about how do I become the healthiest version of myself prior to conception. And I've talked about this before. I've talked about healing my ovaries. I did an entire episode on it. Go listen to it. I'm still doing a lot of what I talked about in that episode because I think it's important to be the healthiest version of yourself as much as you can prior to conception. So preconception health, preconception nutrition, not talked about enough. So yeah, so that's like kind of in the background. And then last but not least, I think my overarching thing, this is something I've been thinking about for, I don't even know, a very long time in different ways, is when I do stuff like this, when I bring on these new healthy habits or new biohacks, I kind of think about like why this isn't just what I do every single day for my entire life. If you become the best version of yourself through sticking to seven specific habits a day, you become the healthiest version of yourself on the cellular level, outside appearance, mentally, physically, even like performance-wise, like performance-wise as in like in sports, at the gym, whatever. 
I kind of just question why we wouldn't do that every day. And I know there's a lot of people who argue that balance is key and everything in moderation, even moderation, right? That's what everybody kind of says. And I find that concept so interesting. And I actually, I think I'm going to do some research, I think, before I do this, but I would like to do a full podcast episode on it because uh, I kind of low-key don't believe in it, to be honest. Again, this is my podcast is a safe space. I kind of just don't necessarily agree with it because people, people who say balance is key, when I hear that, they are almost justifying their bad behavior in front of me. And I guess I shouldn't say bad behavior, but their behavior that is not as healthy as other behaviors. So for example, over Christmas, over the holidays, how many people, how many conversations did I have with people about being healthy and they're drinking wine and they say, oh, balance is important. Balance is key. Or they're eating chocolate or processed food. And it's like, oh, everything in moderation. And I'm just like, I'm looking at these people and I'm like, I don't think that this works for you. I don't, I, in my soul, I don't think that this works for you. I don't think this idea of 50, 50, 50% of the time I'm healthy, 50% of the time I'm not healthy in my decisions. I don't think that works for most people. And so this might be an unpopular opinion. And so that's probably why I don't want to fully go into it because I'm also going to offend people. So we will circle back to this when I'm ready to, (laughs) to do a full podcast episode on it. But Yes, I am very curious about thinking about doing this as a life, seven for life. (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. So those are my goals. And I think before you decide what your habits are, I think it's really important for you to decide what your why is. What are your goals? And it's okay. It's okay, whatever they are. It's okay if you want to drop a fat percentage. It's okay if you want to run a marathon or even just finish a 5k, whatever the heck your goals are. It's okay. And I support them and I think that's fine. So let's dive into my goals. And by my goals, I mean my seven healthy habits. So the first four habits are loosely based off of 75 hard. I would suggest creating your first four habits as your foundation. I think that when we're looking at doing like seven healthy habits every day, it has to be holistic, meaning we have to look at our physical health, our mental health, our cellular health, our gut microbiome, our oral health, like everything. Like how do we bring in habits that really, really optimize all of these different areas of your health? So the first four for me are the foundation. Your foundation can be three, your foundation can be four, whatever it is. But I I highly, highly suggest that these ones take into account exercise, nutrition, something outdoors, and water. I think if you're going to do seven healthy habits, I think those have to be in there. And now listen, they can look differently for you. I'm going to talk about how I'm doing them, but that is what I would recommend because I don't think bringing in very specific habits on top, like without that foundation is going to move the needle as much for your health, no matter what your goals are. So my first one is outdoor exercise for 45 minutes. This is 
one of the hardest ones for me to do. I typically will walk my dog for 45 minutes and it has to be outside. We need to get outside. We need to get outdoors more. Most of us, if not, you know, majority of us work inside. We work on a computer, we work online and we are not getting any fresh air. We're not getting sunshine. We're not getting healthy bacteria, negative ions. So the point behind this is move your body. It can be a yoga workout that you do on the grass that is connected to your phone, or you just move. It could be a swim. It could be a hike. It could be anything, you know, riding your bike, snowboarding, going for a walk with your dog, walking with a friend, whatever it is, you have to do an outdoor 45 minute workout. And the benefits are, like I said, movement, getting fresh air. Fresh air has a ton of healthy bacteria in it. It helps with mood. It has negative ions in it. Negative ions are really, really great for mood. There's certain places when you go outside that have more negative ions than others. So places with like movement of water. So if you go to the coast, any type of shoreline where the water is moving on the shore, there's more negative ions there. There's more negative ions at waterfalls when it's raining outside as well. There's way more negative ions in the air. And that's why you kind of have that, like when you go to the beach and you kind of have that like good feeling, or even when you step outside and it's raining and you kind of like feel almost like cozy and warm and happy that's the negative ions on top of other things, but that is the negative ions at play. So I think that it's important to spend time outside and this habit will be one of the biggest ones that will probably transform your health. What I do is I walk my dog or I go for a hike. I will often listen to a podcast. I really like to do this in the morning First thing, I like to try and get some natural light if I can. Mind you, I went for a walk this morning at 6 a.m. It was pitch black. I got home 6.45. It was still black outside. So for me living on the Pacific West Coast, you know, this idea of waking up with the sun is not really a thing because it rains so much and, you know, there's just no sunlight until 8 a.m. and then I'm already working. So get outside, get whatever light you can, add a podcast. I like to stack my habits like this because I think it's important to optimize our time. So I listen to a ton of different podcasts and health podcasts, entrepreneur ones, business ones, true crime ones as well. When I need to like snap out of my world and go live in someone else's world, I'll listen to true crime. And yeah, this is like what I typically do. I will also call family and friends. It's one of my favorite things to do. I'm outside anyway. I might as well hop on the phone call, check in, see how people are doing. I don't live close to my family. So this is actually very easy for me to do because there's lots of people for me to call. My dad, my mom, I have two brothers. And so there's four people right there that I could call right away. So that is kind of what I do. And I always bring a drink with me. So in the mornings, it'll be coffee. Sometimes if I'm fasting, black coffee, sometimes coffee with macadamia milk. I am moving away from oat milk for very obvious reasons, mostly because it's terrible for you. So I get macadamia milk right now. I get it from Costco. It's actually very clean. If you live in Canada, they probably have it in the States too. But 
Costco has a good macadamia nut milk and I recommend it. Macadamia nuts are great because they're higher in fat, lower in carbs, and your body loves them. Your hormones love them. So it's a good one to go with. It doesn't spike the blood sugar as much as oat milk does. Oat milk is very, very carby and it's got quite a lot of sugar in it. If you've ever looked at the nutrition facts, it's not great. (laughs) So that's kind of what I do. Or I take water with me or tea always, 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 always. I need to get hydration in, you know? So that is cornerstone number one. Did you know that before the invention of germicides and antibiotics, it was known that disease-causing germs could not survive in the presence of silver? Thus, silver was used in dishware, drinking containers, and eating utensils. Whether it's a weak immune system, dry skin, eczema, sun damage, bad breath, or unhealthy gums, we are all looking for ways to optimize our health and reduce the symptoms we're dealing with on a daily basis. But honestly, it's tough to know what remedy to try, what food may be causing the issue, or what will actually work when we're trying to heal. Of course, there are somewhat effective solutions we can get from our local pharmacy, but as people who prefer using the power of nature to heal, using these products don't really align with our values. Keeping our bodies strong is essential to our good health. A strong immune system can protect our body from infection and helps us heal. Silver has been used for centuries to do exactly this. Silver Biotics have taken the old technology of colloidal silver and improved it to create the next generation of silver products. Silver Biotics has products for skincare for issues like dry skin and eczema, and I'm currently using their skin gel on the back of my legs as I try to heal the dry skin that I'm dealing with. They have oral health products as well, including a fantastic toothpaste that helps fight bad bacteria with its silver content. It also decreases bad breath, whitens teeth, and supports healthy gums. They have an immune support supplement that can be taken orally, which also helps support our immune system from the inside out. If you are interested in trying silver and you've heard about this and it's kind of been one of those things that you've always wanted to do and try, I really, really recommend Silver Biotics and they are my go-to silver company. You can head over to silverbiotics.com or the shop on my website and use my code biohackingbrittany in all capitals to get a discount, which gets you 10% off today. Again, I really recommend trying this. If it's for you, if it's for your pet, if it's for a loved one, silver is definitely a staple in my little pharmacy I have at home. So that's silverbiotics.com or the shop on my website discount code biohacking Brittany for 10% off today. Number two is another workout. Ooh, that doesn't sound nice. Does it? (laughs) You hear this and you think, wow, I'm supposed to do two workouts a day. Get out of here. So this second workout again, 45 minutes, we're not asking for an hour. We're asking for 45 minutes. So this means 90 minutes of movement a day. So this is also one of the habits from 75 hard. So this can be anything. Now, this is where I differ from 75 hard. 75 hard is like, you have to do a workout, like quote unquote workout. My version is you have to exercise, move the body, get sweating for 45 minutes. This means that you can go in your sauna 
for 45 minutes and that counts. And that's how I count things. If I clean the house for 45 minutes and my aura ring is like, Hey, what was that workout you just did? That counts as 45 minute workout. Anything that is elevating my heart rate, anything that's getting me sweaty, I count it as a 45 minute workout because it is. (laughs) So that's my second one. I do all sorts of things right now. Listen, I am doing a lot of working out, to be honest, like a lot of exercise. I sauna, I do Pilates, I go to Legree, I spin, I have a Peloton, I have a gym membership. I have, I probably have the most memberships and passes for studios that I have ever had in my life. (laughs) But the reason is, is when you are committed to exercising like this, the variety is very important because then you don't get tired of doing it. So for example, tomorrow morning, I have a spin class at 7am. Friday morning, I have a Legree class, which is kind of more intense reformer Pilates at 6am. On the weekend, I'm hiking. Next week, I'm going to do you know Legree and spin again, but in different ways. And I'm doing glute workouts at the gym right now. So what works for me is variety in my exercise and my workouts. I have tried, I don't know how many times, a lot of times, because I'm, yeah, older now. (laughs) I have tried doing the whole, I'm going to do Pilates for a year. I'm going to lift weights for six months. I'm going to go to spin class three times a week for eight months, whatever it is. And the thing is, is it doesn't really work for me and the type of person that I am. I get bored with workouts. I get bored with exercise. It is fitness is one of the toughest areas that I have to biohack because I have to mentally show up. I have to push myself to do it. Even if it's the most gentle thing, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that, you know, I'm not a fitness influencer. It's just not my area of expertise. It's not where I thrive. And so the variety really helps me. And if that is you as well, there's nothing wrong with that. You can still get results in variety, in switching it up. Absolutely. So get a gym membership. You know, this, even if you don't want to spend money, there are so many free YouTube videos. Holy, you could even just alternate daily, like Pilates, yoga, weight workout, band workout, a 45 minute stretch, a running video, whatever the heck you want to do, skipping, hula hoop, whatever it is. There's so many different ones. So I encourage you to really, really explore variety. The third one is nutrition. And my habit that I'm calling it is a very clean diet. Now, listen, I know that there's so many people out there who have problems with the word clean for diet. I really struggle with this. So first of all, I am a holistic nutritionist, okay? I've studied nutrition. (laughs) I understand it very well. I think that for me personally, I struggled to find a single word that encompasses how I eat. I don't like using just words like paleo or even ancestral eating because it doesn't fully encompass everything that I'm talking about. So for me, I say clean eating, clean diet. 
natural eating, whole diet. I mean, in my mind, all of these words kind of interchange and I'm not specifically honed in on one way of calling it. But I will explain to you how I'm currently eating because I do think it is important and I know you want to know. So right now I typically try to follow a paleo diet. So I have been following paleo on and off probably since I was 16. I think that paleo is a very nutrient dense diet. I like that there's no grains, there's no soy, there's no dairy, there's no sugar, there's no alcohol. And all of those things I agree with not having for myself and for most people. Doesn't mean everyone, but it means most people. I think that paleo is a protein-rich diet. I think it's a fat-rich diet. And I think those are very important macronutrients for the human body and for the female body. I personally don't, (laughs) I don't necessarily agree. I don't have anything against vegetarians or vegans. I just personally don't agree with it for my health. And I actually don't think there's a lot of people in the biohacking space who do, from what I've seen biohacking is almost like the opposite end of the spectrum. There's a lot of people who are into like carnivore, which I've tried before, didn't really love. So paleo is kind of where I'm, paleo is like my root. That's like where, what I stick to and what makes me feel good and is like the foundation of my nutrition. Above and beyond that, I am also not eating any oxalates right now. And what are oxalates and why? So Again, this is for me. You don't have to follow this. Oxalates are anti-nutrients. Essentially, they cause issues for my gut. And I know that because my Viome gut health test told me. Every single time I've done my Viome gut health test, it has shown me that my oxalates, my oxalate consumption is causing havoc on my gut health. So now, ever since I did my last test in the summer, it said it again. And I was like, okay, I'm actually going to take it out this time. Or at least take out the big, big offenders. So the big offenders for oxalates are almonds and spinach. Those are the two massive ones that I have been like, okay, it's time to go. And almonds are really, really tough. Now, because I don't drink dairy... There are so many places that will give you almond milk when you go out for coffee or whatever. And because I'm paleo, when I cook and when I bake and I make bread or whatever I bake, it's always using almond flour. It is such a substitute. And when you're paleo, it's hard because, or when you're dairy-free, it's such a substitute for things or even grain-free. So I guess what I'm doing right now is... I don't eat any almonds. I don't drink almond milk and I don't eat spinach. So when I'm getting like green juices and stuff, I don't get any green juices with spinach in them. When I'm getting salads, when I'm making salads, I don't nothing with spinach in it. And I'm just very, very mindful of it. The only time I will have spinach or I will have almonds is when I bake from home and I bake something that's paleo and it does have almond flour in it. I mean, I will probably look into substituting this further, but it's hard. As a baker, I am a natural baker. It is hard. It's already hard to bake paleo and make it taste good. Okay. Anyone who tells me otherwise, no, uh uh-uh. You haven't tried to make enough things. 
You have not tried to bake enough cookies or cake or anything. If you tell me that it's super easy because it's not, I have multiple baking books that are dedicated to the paleo way of eating and the food is, it's good, but it is never going to compete with traditional chocolate chip cookies or whatever it is. Right. So this is something I'm working on above and beyond that. Like I said, no alcohol, no sugar, no dairy. All of those go within the paleo realm. And this is very personal to me. And again, data driven from Viome. I have a Viome discount code and link. So please use that if you order Viome. Don't pay full price. That's what I'm here for, okay? Take my discount code, run with it. I can send it to you. Send me a message on Instagram and I'll send it to you. It's also linked right on my website, biohackingbrittany.com. Click shop. All of my discount codes are right there. I literally made it so easy. There's one for Viome. Click it, use it. Great. Also, Inside Tracker as well. I should shout them out. They do provide a lot of results that have altered my recommendations. So, nothing necessarily to do with gut. Theirs is more vitamin, mineral, and hormone levels. So, if I'm seeing, for example, if I'm seeing that I'm low in vitamin D, I might start to increase natural vitamin D sources, seafood, things like that, in order to help bring up my vitamin D levels in my body. And again, it's data-driven. It's like quantifying yourself. And that whole idea of quantifying yourself is a very, very biohacker thing to do. But I think it's important because what I like to say is guess don't Wait, test don't guess. So get yourself tested, get your blood tested, get your gut tested before you randomly are like, oh, I'm going to be paleo or, oh, I'm going to be carnivore, whatever it is. Take a look at your blood work. Take a look at your cellular health. How are you doing? And then make informed decisions. Inside Tracker, again, linked on my website, discount code, go for it, use it. That's what I'm here for. Okay, last but not least of the corners. I feel like this is making a little house. So we have four corners, which makes a square. I'm literally drawing this, guys. We have number one, outdoor workout. Number two, indoor workout or other workout. Number three, healthy diet, very clean eating. Number four, hydration. Hydration, okay? Don't be making seven daily habits and not include water, please. Uh Uh-uh, it's got to be on there. It's, it has to be. It has to be. Water is pivotal, pivotal for your health, okay? If you are moving your body naturally every day and then you add on 90 minutes of exercise or 90 minutes of sweating, whatever we want to call it, you run the risk of dehydrating yourself and that will impact your mental health. It will impact your brain performance it will impact your mood and it'll impact how you show up at work for your family, for your friends. Hydrate yourself. I am choosing to drink a gallon of water a day. A gallon of water is 3.7 liters. Is that a lot? Yes. Do I pee all of the time? Yes. (laughs) I'm just being real with you. Okay. I work from home. It's fine. It's good for me to get up from my desk, you know, once an hour to pee. This is so, so important. Okay. I cannot stress this enough. If your goals are healthier skin, healthier hair, healthier eyelashes, whatever it is, 
if you want better hormone balancing, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose fat percentage, if you want to perform better at the gym or whatever, play a better sport, you need to be drinking enough water. Enough water. Don't come at me with this one liter BS. One liter is not enough. What I learned was for every hour of exercise, you're supposed to drink a liter of water. Okay. So we're adding in 90 minutes of exercise. That's an additional 1.5 liters to the other daily movement that you're naturally doing. When you go grocery shopping, when you work around the house, when you pick up your kids from school, whatever it is, right? So think about it like that. Like you have to be getting enough in, especially if you're doing something like a sauna as well, which is, you know, very intense detoxing, make sure that you get enough water. Ideally, we want the water to be filtered, remineralized and structured. Now this is difficult. I, this is something I'm going to be honest. This is something that I am struggling with and I have not perfected. I did an episode on water, I think, you know, like a month ago or so, two months ago. And we talked about structuring water and I use this glass tube to structure water. It's called Analima. You can go to their website. I will also link it in the show notes. And you just basically stir the water and it restructures the molecular, I guess, molecular structure of water so that it's more hydrating in the body and more bioavailable. So that's how I currently structure my water. It is not perfect because you have to use it for everything that you drink. They are coming out with a full home device, which is something that I would definitely look into in the future because I like my biohacks to be easy and done for me. (laughs) So if I could know that all my water in my house is structured and I don't have to touch anything, I would definitely do that. Remineralized. So I will add minerals to my water. I will add electrolytes to my water. And this really helps with that. And then filtered. So I actually just, you know, weird timing. I just added this to my Amazon page yesterday. I use the Centivia water filter. I will link that Amazon page in my show notes, both for Canada and for the US. And this is a water filter. I buy the replacement filters. It's a jug, goes in my fridge. It's large. And that's basically how I drink all my water. And then, like I said, I add electrolytes. I kind of go back and forth on the different brands that I use. I also add amino acids and I also add collagen sometimes. So I will use, I like Bioptimizers Collagen. Again, Bioptimizers, I have a discount code BiohackingBrittany and it's linked on my shop page on my website. Would you like to dramatically improve the quality of your sleep? Would you like to bulletproof your stress? Please listen to the end because there is a Black Friday special offer happening and this could be exactly what you need. I've got a few more questions for you. Are you irritable, anxious? Do you struggle with insomnia, experience cramps or twitches? Are you constipated sometimes? There are dozens of symptoms of magnesium deficiency. So these are just a few of the common ones that I've seen. Four out of five Americans are magnesium deficient and almost everyone has suboptimal levels. And that's a big problem because magnesium is involved in more than 600 biochemical reactions in your body. Now, here's what most people don't know. 
taking just any magnesium supplement won't solve your problem because most supplements use the cheapest kinds that your body can't use or absorb. That's why I exclusively recommend magnesium breakthrough. It's the only sub only <laughs> it's the only full spectrum magnesium supplement with seven unique forms of magnesium that your body can use and absorb. And I literally use this every night. Like I think I take two at night and I also take more when I'm stressed as well, because it's just so helpful in really calming me down, making my body feel better. Also really great for muscle tension and back tension, back pain, all of that. They have seven different types in this. It's a very holistic supplement, which is why I love it. The makers of this magnesium supplement, Bioptimizers, are having an incredible Black Friday special offer from November 21st to 29th. So write that in your calendar right now. Dot, jot that down, jot that down. <laughs> they are doing 25% off their entire store. So not just magnesium breakthrough. It's all of their digestive enzymes, their probiotics. They also have a parasite um, herbal cleanse that I've done. They have tons of products. So it's only during that one week, like Black Friday time, that you get 25% off. And this is their biggest sale that they do all year, which is wild. So I'm going to go take a look and see what I'm going to get. You can get this by going to www bioptimizers.com slash biohacking Brittany. And you can enter my discount code biohacking Brittany in all capitals to get 25% off. This is linked on my website. This is linked in the show notes. It's basically everywhere. But if you forget and November 21st comes, send me a message on Instagram and I can send you the link. I can send you the discount. No big deal at all. But I really suggest you write this down because I don't know. This might be while supplies last. I guess we're going to find out. So that's November 21st to 29th, Biohacking Brittany in all capitals for 25% off everything, including the best magnesium supplement that is out there. This differs from the 75 hard one that says drink a gallon of water a day, because technically with them, with that challenge, it's it can only be plain water. Like there can't be anything added to it. Now, I don't agree with that. <laughs> so for me, I am fine to add electrolytes. I'm fine to add minerals or collagen or whatever it is, as long as it stays within my diet and nutrition outline and plan. I think it's fine to drink flavored water. I think it helps you drink that much because listen, 3.7 liters is a lot. So this really helps me as well. So that's our foundation guys for you as you're taking notes, as you are thinking about doing this for yourself, I strongly suggest making some sort of foundation like this. I like the idea of it being a square and maybe I'll make a little shape. We'll see, but having four corners, right? Like the four corners, the four pillars of your healthy like habits for 70 days. Again, I don't think these are negotiable necessarily. Like I do think that you can personalize all of these habits, but I would say that take this framework and make it your own. So the first one outdoors, what does that look like for you? The second one, a, another sweat session. What does that look like for you? Third diet. What do you want to do for your diet? What do you want to do for your nutrition? Fourth water. How much water do you want to drink? What type of water? What does it look like? Maybe you buy yourself a nice new water bottle as motivation. I don't know. And then we get onto the extra things that I'm doing. So five, six, and seven. 
So when I was choosing these, I was thinking, what are healthy habits that I suck at doing daily, first of all, that I need to push myself to do? And what do I think will move the needle enough in my health for 70 days if I did it in a row? So the first thing that came to mind was red light therapy or sunshine. Didn't see that coming, did you? So red light therapy. I have multiple red light therapy devices and I am very blessed to have these devices. (laughs) I have one for my face and I have one I just actually got a new one today. I have one that wraps around joints and muscles and all sorts of things. And I also have panels, although I don't really use the panels. Red light therapy is fantastic for mitochondrial health. Okay. Mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. We all learned that in grade five. We still remember it. Why? Who knows? Maybe because it's so important. Maybe because it's so important. So mitochondria is super, super important. Okay. There are a hundred thousand mitochondria per cell in the ovaries of a woman. Ovaries are the most mitochondria dense organs in both bodies. For men, I think it's 10,000 mitochondria per cell in the testes. So obviously they are a little, (laughs) not equal, lower, but still important. So when, when I was reflecting on my goals, I was thinking, okay, I want to feel energized. I want to feel healthy on a cellular level. And I also want to support my pregnancy prep, my fertility journey, my menstrual cycle. So red light therapy was an obvious one for me because I have the devices and I can use it on my ovaries. And that's what I do. I also have the face mask. You know, I'll do a, like I will do an actual face mask or a peel or something like that. And then I'll put it on after there's different ways of doing this. Now I add sunshine to this because if you live somewhere that's super sunny right now or all year, it's super sunny. I think that you can do this same healthy habit, but with the sun, you can get the benefits of red light therapy, red light by catching the sunrise and catching the sunset. If you live in a place like that, I am jealous. (laughs) Good for you. I suggest you do that. And what a healthy habit that would be to wake up with the sun and say goodbye to the sun every single day. That would be incredible. So if you have that luxury, like if you live in California, Hawaii, New Zealand, I don't know, all the sunny places, Australia, go for it. I think Again, it stimulates mitochondria in the body. It wouldn't necessarily be like supporting your ovary mitochondria directly unless you took off your clothes, which is fine. You can do that in your own space and get some sunlight. Go for it. So that is number five. Number six is supplements. Now, I'm going to do a full podcast episode on supplements because it is way too long and too much detail for today's episode. The habit for this is to actually take my supplements every single day. Sounds simple, right? But how many of you forget on a weekend when you're traveling, when you're doing something else and you're busy and then, oh, it's 5 p.m. Oh, and now you can't take your supplements because some of them might make you energized or whatever it is. So 
that is why I added this one in is because I suck at doing this every single day. I have so many supplements that I take and I think that they are pivotal to my health. And I think supplements are pivotal to everybody's health. And I, I think most people don't supplement enough actually. And so when I was thinking about these healthy habits, I was thinking, what do I need to do that for my health that I could do better? And this was, that was kind of the reasoning behind this one. So for me, I want to take them daily. I take things like bio-optimizers. They have digestive enzymes and probiotics that I use that are really, really great. Spermidine. I really, really love spermidine. I work with spermidine life and again, you know, they're in my shop and you can also get my discount code biohacking Brittany. If you've heard about spermidine and you want to try it, spermidine, I also take because it really helps with hair and nail growth. And again, circling back to my goals, which is why I'm doing this. That's like part of my goals. And like my picture of success right now is like long, healthy hair and you know, strong nails. So it makes sense for me to be taking something like spermidine. It also directly supports mitochondria, which supports the ovaries, which supports my menstrual health, right? So everything's connected. Everything is holistic. Everything is intentional, which I really love. I also take MitoPure. I mean, listen, I take so many things, but I will link a bunch of these so that you can kind of see what I take. I think that this could be a really great healthy habit for you. I think it depends on the supplements that you're taking. If you are one of those people who's taking a one a day multivitamin, I don't think that you need to worry about this healthy habit, (laughs) but that's also because I don't think multivitamins do anything and I don't agree with them necessarily. So yes. Or the other thing is if you are somebody who already takes your supplements every single day and you have no problems then why would you add this, right? Like you need to choose a different healthy habit. And I'm going to list some extras after this that you can choose from. So it really depends where you are in your supplement journey, how many you take, if you take them daily, et cetera. And the last but not least, we have floss your teeth. Oh, this one makes me want to roll my eyes. I am the worst flosser in the world. Which as somebody who understands oral health, who understands that we have an oral microbiome, that is very important. Good bacteria, bad bacteria, you know, digestion actually starts in the mouth. Saliva is important. I, and as somebody who tongue scrapes every single morning, like I do a Ayurvedic practice of tongue scraping in the morning. And I've done that for like six years. Okay. I still hate flossing. (laughs) So when I was thinking about this last habit, I was like, man, what do I suck at health-wise? Like, what do I not do enough? How can I challenge myself? What is really going to help me right now be healthier? And it's floss. So I did some research. I got the best flossing things I could get, the little picks. They are made out of, I don't even know. They don't have any chemicals in them. I think they're made out of charcoal. I got the best ones and I do it. And it's been fine. (laughs) I sound so stubborn. Yeah, I think it's important. I think oral health is really important. I don't want cavities. I don't want teeth issues, tooth issues in the future, which a lot of people get as they get older. So this is really something I'm working on, okay? This is really, really important to me. Yeah. 
That's basically all I have to say about that. I, yeah, I just do it every night and it's, it's going okay. I will also say that when I did the Viome Health intelligence test, they tested my oral microbiome and it actually showed that I do have some cavity causing microbes. And when I saw my result with that, I was kind of like, Ooh, I'm not happy about that. I'm not, that's embarrassing. Why, why is that happening? So I think that was kind of the push that I needed for me to be like, Oh yeah, I do need to be flossing. I have an electric toothbrush. I, again, I tongue scrape. So the flossing for me is like the cherry on top of the things that I just wasn't doing. And so now I'm doing it daily. And now you can like, as I've like gone through these seven habits, you can see how personalized they are. Like, yes, we have the foundation of the first four outdoors, exercise, diet, water. But then the last three, red light therapy, taking your supplements daily, flossing daily, those are so personalized to me and my health goals and what I currently struggle with. So when I go to do this again in the future, this 7470 health challenge, I will likely swap out those three. Assuming that I've nailed them and I'm having success with them, I will likely swap them out for something else. So I wrote out some other ones that you can do because I think it's important to give you ideas on things. Like say you're somebody who flosses every day and you've been flossing since you were 13 and you're like, listen, this isn't hard for me. Don't do it. You have to substitute it out for something else. Make it your own so that this is actually a health challenge for you and actually changes your health, right? Like we want to hit our goals. So other things that you can do that I wrote down, fasting for 16 hours or more. For me, I like to fast before I ovulate and I don't like to fast after I ovulate. So this is more of like a weekly habit for me sometimes throughout the month rather than a daily habit. So I didn't want to include that. But if you want to fast for 16 hours or more every day, and that is something that, you know, you think will help you go for it. Castor oil packs. I think these are fantastic for detoxing on the liver. I think they're fantastic for ovary health. Again, menstrual health is super important. Whether you have PCOS or fibroids or endometriosis or anything like that, I think that's great. There's lots of content online about how to do castor oil packs appropriately. Journaling is one. I think this is one that really, really supports mental health directly. So if you want to write out how you're feeling, what you're going through, how work is, how your family life is, and every day you want to make a journal entry, I think that's a fantastic idea. For me personally, I don't have it in me right now to commit to something like that every single day. However, I could definitely see this being one of the ones that I bring on in the future. So if you have kind of always wanted to journal every day, this could be a great opportunity for you. And it could be easy, right? Like you set the parameters. It could be five minutes. It could be, I write two sentences, whatever it is. You get to decide, but you have to stick to it. That's the caveat. That's the thing. You have to stick for, stick to it for 70 days, right? So challenge yourself. I encourage you to challenge yourself. Salt bath, soda bath, salt and soda bath. That means like Epsom salt and baking soda. This is another great one. If you 
want to take the load off, digest properly, detox properly, spend some time by yourself in a hot bath every night. This is a very, very good thing for self-care. You'll feel very nourished and like you're taking care of yourself. I kind of like this one. I wish I almost wish I did this one, but I can't see myself doing it every day. So I didn't bring this one in. And another one I wrote down is socializing, seeing friends, seeing family, calling people. Maybe that even even includes like FaceTime and calling. I think it's easy for us to isolate ourselves, especially when we work from home or I don't know how restrictions are where you are at this point. I think most people have all of their freedom back, I want to say, but I really encourage you to talk to people and talk to your family. Maybe you have a relationship that you're working on in your life. And one of your healthy habits is actually to talk to that person every day, right? Like you, we need to expand what we think of as healthy habit. Healthy habit is not just choosing a salad and a glass of water. Healthy habit is talking to our mom when our relationship needs work. And the relationship's important to us because we look up to them and they were there for us when they needed us. And it helps with their mental, your mental health, right? Like anxiety, depression, stress, and it takes a load off your shoulders to know that you're working on it, right? Like there's so many different ways of looking at it. So I really encourage you to expand what you consider a healthy habit to be. Maybe it's using your stand-up desk every day. Maybe it's a certain amount of steps, 10,000, 15,000. Maybe it's being kinder and practicing patience and gratitude. That one is really difficult for me sometimes and something I'm definitely working on. So I encourage you again, make this your own and you will stick to it. But it also has to be a little challenging, guys. Like it can't be super easy. That's not the point. The point is to make it a bit of a stretch And the hard part is doing it day in and day out, but you get results. That is how it works. You get the results after 70 days. You get to feel better, look better, think better, show up better for your loved ones, show up better for yourself, which is the most important thing, right? Showing up better for yourself. So if you embark on this seven for 70 health challenge, message me on Instagram seriously do it. I respond to all of my DMS. Actually, that's not true. (laughs) With the recent growth I've had, I don't respond to people who send me things that are not relevant. If you, as in like, who just say hi or like spam me, I don't respond to any of that. So if you are doing this, send me a message. I will encourage you. I will be there to support you and let me know what your habits are tag me in your content. My intention behind creating this was not for my brand at all, to be honest. Like it, my intention behind creating this was for myself to hold myself accountable for 70 days to do these seven habits. And then I just decided to share it. That is the intention. There's no intention of like this becoming some sort of you know, worldwide thing or like movement or anything like that. And again, I'm just being authentic and being honest. So take it with a grain of salt, but seriously, I would love to hear from you if you do this. And I would be so proud. So, so proud. Thank you for listening next week. We, I might do another personal episode to be honest because I like them so much. I encourage you to listen to that. Maybe it'll be all about my 
<laughs> I don't even know how many supplements I take at this point, but maybe it'll be a full comprehensive list of all the supplements I take. We shall see. So stay tuned and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.